is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. Um, so interesting conversation going on social media about Hall of Fame reset. Oh, yeah, I like that. You like that? I like that. So who? how many guys do you reset? Just this group? You can't just reset this group. You got to reset Fred McGriff. Right? Reset them all. Let's do it right. The whole thing? The whole Re- thing. Reset the whole thing? <laughs> Does that mean I get a shot? Yeah. <laughs> you keep gloving high. Like, you know. No chance. No chance. No chance. <laughs> There's no chance. Like, you can show up at Hall of Fame and sell hot dogs yeah, or something true. like yeah. that. You're good with that. I guess if you're right, like, who do you reset? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, everybody's, everybody's chapped. And like I said last, last time, last week, we're going to talk about this every year. Yeah. Bonds, Clemens. You know that you know that crew. I don't you know I don't think the Schilling conversation will go long. The Kent conversation mm-hmm. won't go long, but Ortiz getting in there after you know having positive tests, you know that'll be a conversation. Yeah, yep. um, the best tweet was last week. I saw Phil Hughes. I don't know if you guys saw. Yeah, that I remember tweet. Phil. Yeah, he said, "Wow, I really hope that they're voting on nice guys next year again because I have a shot." <laughs> yeah, I seen you that. Know, yeah. Saw that. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So you don't uh, have a shot if it was the nice guys. No, I have no. If there was a fight club, I got a shot for <laughs> that one. Not, yes, yes, you do. I got that one, but I'm better now. I've rehabbed and, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. He's trying. Does that, that help? Yeah, that helps. That I'm helps. trying. No more physical altercations. I'm too old. I'm limping. I can't even get out of the truck now. My knees are so bad. Um, don't say never. No. Like, I have to, yeah, I, like I'm like I'm getting tired of being in pain, but I don't want to go to rehab again. I mean, we, yeah. you know, not not alcohol or drug <laughs> right. rehab. You know, I've I've never had to do that part. I'm just going to stay the way I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know, I, we rehabbed our whole lives. I mean, I was you know, it's Constantly amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, are you guys Netflix, you Netflix junkies? Yeah, all the time. Okay, you watch. So this is you know, don't judge me on this thing, but I've watched two things in the past week back to back. One was Cheer. 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 Watch cheer. These are cheerleaders, oh, right? The, like, oh, the cheer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, Holy I, cow, man. I think I've seen two episodes. It was too much. It was too much. Too much what? Like, too just too much anxiety, like the stress of the oh, parents. Oh, that's my coaches. point, right? Oh, my I mean, God, it was it's, too much. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, yep. these I mean, these are great oh, athletes. Oh, the cheer moms. Yeah, the cheer moms. No, not the cheer the moms. The coaches. The, the team. The, the team. The, the coaches. The, the, yeah. You know, getting to, like, this JUCO in Texas that's supposed to be number one in the country. Yeah. And, um, you know, all these cheerleaders want to go to this JUCO because I guess by 18 and 19 you know your cheer career is done you know it's over but i mean these people are banged up beat up i mean i never thought about it you're throwing somebody in the air so high right <laughs> then you get a basket catching but you're catching them in their ribs and they're oh. just bam, right. bam bam or if you don't catch them oh yeah or if you don't oh, catch listen, them right yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't catch them but that was that was intense but the coaching's intense too oh, on that coach, stuff yeah that I mean, lady was a that lady was hard nosed yeah it's it, it doesn't matter you know what the sport is you know, you're gonna have those. You're gonna have those over the top, a a. You know, those high type A personalities grinding yeah. it. Hey, they think baseball is expensive. Cheer! Oh my God! I mean, when you were going through the cheer uh, thing with, with Emma, oh my God! Yeah. At the end of the season, we broke it down because the the cheer competitions are three minutes long, right? So she did what seven competitions throughout the year. So we said it's yeah. 21 minutes, and we, we broke it down the amount of travel, the cost of the. The, the the uniforms i was gonna say outfits but it's uniforms I yeah they gotta it. change them all the time don't they? yeah they gotta change them i mean it was like it was coming out to like three thousand dollars a minute i was like 
what, yeah. what what are we doing here? Like, where are you going with this? Like, are we going like it was just it was ridiculous the amount of money that chair costs just to be part just to participate. The other one I watch now is uh, um, athlete A with Larry Nasser. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that. The mm. the gymnast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, what a what a freak that dude was. Really? I mean, it's unbelievable how many <clears throat> girls yes, he had his hands on. And not in a good way. Oh, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, not in a good way. Like, really, really bad. I mean, he got two 60-year sentences. Oh, yeah, he'll never come out. Never again. Nor should he. Never again. Yeah, no, no, he shouldn't. Yeah. Now he's, you know, they saw that boy coming in. Like, okay. Yeah. Jeez. (laughs) Got him. Got him. So, opening day, college season. What do we do? Yeah, Andrew, what do we do? We got uh, some JUCO here. You got got an alternative school, and you have uh, JUCO. I can't remember the name. Uh, they're down in Central Florida. Right oh, now. Lake Sumter, I think. Lake Sumter, yeah, yeah. They're, they're CNXL. In Central Florida. CNXL does a good job with their uh, alternative yeah. program, yeah. you know, down there. Uh, yeah, they're big down there. Middle of the Florida. Who's that? They're kind uh, of TNXL, the the, yeah. the the blue team. They're kind of like an IMG, right? Ah, uh, on a smaller it's scale. Smaller, right. Yeah, on a sm- I think it's just uh, baseball specific. <clears throat> you know, they're they're based out of the like the Lando area, but they do a good job. I mean, everyone's popping up a program now. You got. Down in Florida, you got Elite Squad, you got TNXL, you got Iron. I mean, everyone is just just doing it's, it. it. So that's that's one of the, one of the notes today. I mean, the direction of high school baseball and showcase baseball, everything changes, right? Everything in our life changes, and you know, you you kind of go with it. But some of the things are so drastic and so fast that it's kind of it's kind of tough to uh, to swallow. High school baseball is going to go. It's going to academy type baseball. I mean, the better teams right now, the P27s, the P5s, the mm-hmm. Combines in our area, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're talking about all these schools that are down there in Florida that's taking the IMG model. Yep. You know, it's like it's like with Showcase Baseball, everybody started to take the uh, the East Cobb model years, years ago. Right. East Cobb was it, right? And then all of a sudden you see East Cobb started with, okay, you had East Cobb Astros. Yankees, then you had the, then yeah. you had the next team that was pretty good. And then it got all down to like East Cobb Shamrocks, <laughs> you know, but everybody was walking around with ECB on them. So you couldn't tell if you were a Shamrock right. or an Astro. Yeah. So everybody got 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 you know got sucked into the brands. So high school baseball is moving in that direction. I mean, we see we see it a lot. Legion Academy down down the road here. They 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 cherry picked a bunch of guys from this area mm-hmm. and put themselves in a not so favorable position with the high school teams and the coaches around the area because they were taking the high school players right here. So those kids are not playing for the high school teams. Mm-mm. No. It's interesting. No, yeah, they they they've jumped, but but go. but it's interesting because Legion plays in a high school conference. Yeah, Legion does, and Legion won it. Last yeah, they year. won it last year. Yeah. So I mean, like like mm-hmm. like the the one up in uh, Lincolnton, uh, the P twenty seven. Yeah, the P twenty seven. They don't play in a conference. Combine. So yeah, the combine. combine. The combine. combine. Yeah, combine academy P twenty seven. They don't play in an academy. I mean, they don't play in a conference. No. They just play in other. They they play other alternative they'll schools play, they'll play and alternative and tournaments. Schools. Private like, private school teams. Too. Yeah. Oh, private. Yeah. So I mean, but Legion Academy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was you know when I when I heard last year that they won state or whatever they you know whatever yeah. they won down in South Carolina. I was like, how did they get allowed to be put into a conference? Because mm-hmm. when they when they able to recruit high school players, it's, yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't know the logistics of that one, but it's it. In a way, it makes sense, and on the other side, it is you know, it, it's like rec baseball. That's what high school baseball is turning into. It's like the, the better players are going to get picked apart and you're going to be left with the bones. And it's going to be, you know, you're just going to compete at a certain level that's, you know. Not- and it's really unfortunate, I feel like, because one, I don't think very much recruiting comes out of high school baseball. No. I think it's more into the summer and the yep. fall seasons with their travel teams. And number two, for the most part, those are your friends that you grew up playing with. 
Mm-hmm. No matter win or lose, that's pretty much the most fun that you're going to yeah. have on the baseball field. It's not as much fun when you go play with guys you don't know on the weekend. You have a good time. You win, whatever. Yeah. But the guys that you grew up with and you play with on the high school team, well, that's the best part about it. How many times do we hear that? Somebody goes, oh, well, I want to go back and play with my friends. You know, good players that are here that, you know, wherever they're at, they, they want to go back and finish up with, with their friends. So yeah. it's not uh, – I don't know. It, 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 if you're a talented player it's going to be, and you want to play, you know, elite baseball – it's not going to be in your high school because high school is a mixed bag of nuts anyway. Yeah. You know, you're going to get, you're going to get your better players, but to your point, Keith, I mean, that's how I grew up. That's mm-hmm. how you grew up, right? Yeah. Same guys I played with in elementary school and the same guys I was on the high school team with. And exactly. that's who we played with in the summer. And no, know, and I, I mean, I, I, I mean, you, you're, you're like hitting something on the head where like these kids are losing their high school experience as far as like things that we could talk about during high school times, mm-hmm. right? Like those are experiences that, these kids are getting taken away because these academies, they're just going to school. They're just taking their core classes or they're doing online schooling and then practicing whenever they have the opportunity to practice. And yes, if you're looking at it for the baseball purposes, yeah, that's great. You know what I mean? Okay. But on the, on the flip side of it, as far as a social, you know, and, and just friendship and just stories to go on, these kids are losing that. And it even starts before that. When I can remember you're in say fifth, sixth, seventh grade, you're like, Oh, when we're freshmen, when we're sophomores, yeah. when we're junior. Like, who's going to be on the team? We're going to have so-and-so and so-and-so. Yeah. And you know your team when you're in sixth grade, what it's going to look like when you're in high school. Yeah. Oh, and if those guys stay, you know, yeah. are seniors. Yeah, gonna we're going to win state. Really, and yeah, I mean, it's going to be great. And you had a, you know, I mean, it was something about winning the city. Like, in New York, we didn't have state. We had city championships. That was our goal. Like, to play in Yankee Stadium or State Stadium to, like, right. win a city championship. Like, down here in the South is to win states, to go to states. And, I mean, you play for something. I mean, but on the flip side of that, for these coaches, I mean, it's a different experience down here. I feel like the high school baseball, like these coaches feel like they're like, it's like dictatorship as far as like, it's their way or the highway. Like they run everything as far as like who you can play with, how much practice you could get outside of high school sports. What can you do? What can't you do? And I don't think a high school coach should have that much control over a player or any family, right? Like the top programs in South Charlotte, those coaches, I mean, it's like what they say goes. You know what I mean? Like the parents are so scared to like, like, you know, hey, we're going to go play this weekend with our travel team because, you know, Jimmy wants to play and have fun with his friends. Well, ideally, they'd like to keep all those guys together, which is like to, to Keith's point. That's what we did. So, so we played our high school season and then we rolled into our summer season with basically the identical team, the mm-hmm. identical group of guys. And you just kept getting better and better and better. Right. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I listen, they at, at one point in Charlotte, and I pretty much I would say anywhere in the country. You know, high school coaches in your community were the dominating personalities. They, they were it. Oh, I'm going to play for this guy someday. Mm-hmm. I want to play for this guy. I know still up in Rowan with uh, with Hightower up there, you know, they built a big Legion following. Mm-hmm. And Ross Steely will talk about this. And those kids at three or four years old would show up at all the Legion games in the mm-hmm. community. Yeah. And they wanted to play for that that group. Now, like to your point, Keith, is, you know, you you peel off it's and and you run around and you go play with, you know, guys that you know you play against in high school so now maybe fraternizing was a big part of what you know you can't right, fraternize right. you know <laughs> we, we weren't allowed to fraternize you get fined now it's you know these these kids know everybody Everyone on every single team and yeah. you know and they're, they're following these rating these ranking things and you know it's, yeah and, they, it's, and, and and these kids there's no more <laughs> as far as we were talking about like the competitive nature as far as like winning right because these summer travel teams is just like show up and just go so there's no practicing. There's nothing to like play for. Like you're gonna play four games a weekend, and you get your four games and you go home. 
Yeah. Like there's nothing no more to like, hey, we're going to a tournament or if we win this tournament, we're going to advance to the next town or whatever. It's like, it's like, all right, yeah, so, I got games this weekend. Okay. You know, going to high school is a big social thing, right? I mean, it's when you grew up in that community, you with all those people, it's, it, you know, it's important. So we have the Royals here, which is an alternative school, which mm-hmm. you were involved yeah. with, right? When we first, yeah. when we first got there. So, you know, these kids, and we don't ask these kids to come here and stay here forever, Right. So a lot of times they'll go through these tryout processes right now, and our phone was blowing up yesterday. The high um, school program, the high school tryout. Yeah, they, and, and, so, yeah. and the middle school tryouts and yeah. stuff like that. Kids don't make the team. Mm-hmm. you know. So the parents are trying to find something to do between that period and keep them sharp. Right. So they can continue to go to their school and, then know, and have their peers and you know mm-hmm. their, their social life that they, they're used to, and then just and then play here. You know, A lot of times also is a kid may not – may make the team – and it's a 35 man roster in high school, you play twice a week, you practice, whatever you're not getting on the field. Yep. So you want to stay sharp because maybe next year is, is, is your, is your opportunity. So you can come play here and stay in school and then go back. Cause you know, Zach did it. My son did it. You know, he played here one year and then he went back and he played, he played at Fort Mill. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked out well for him because he got more reps. He got, you know, he got better at it, but he also went to school every day. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, and that's that's a big piece of that misses in this whole thing is that you know I know that P twenty seven down in Columbia like those guys show up every day to practice but they don't go to school it's all virtual it's all virtual yeah right so Homeschool. some of these families yeah. coming out of New York we're, we're looking at the uh, the roster today um, Amanda there she goes again for <laughs> like you mentioned one word and she's googling everything man so you know I mentioned P twenty seven there's a, there's a player down there that. Um, uh, what was that? It was Luke Wagner? Was that was it, his name? This kid was a freak, man. He's a dude. Kid from uh, Rock Hill. He's okay. out of Rock Hill, but he goes down to Columbia. But he has. They got to go find a place to live down there. There's people from New York. There's people from all over the place. So they got to go to an apartment, but they don't go to school. <laughs> so there's no housing to it. Yeah. You know, it's not like IMG where you're going down there and okay, you're going to the classroom for three hours. Um, or Tyler Corson's next uh, group, level academy, next yeah. level academy down in uh, in in Mississippi, Alabama, we'll talk Alabama, Alabama, yeah. Alabama. TNXL uh, program right here. That's all. Yeah. That's so funny. I mean, yeah. but he Tyler bought a hotel. Yep. I mean, it's 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 Jeez. big business. It's big money. I love when I say money to him too, Mickey. He does calculating. I can do. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything worse though than going to school remotely. Like I really just couldn't. Oh my god, think no, of anything worse. No. Like I, I just wouldn't do that myself. I wouldn't put my kids through that. It's just it's literally the worst thing that I can think of personally yeah. for me. It was the worst time for us at work, right? Like yeah. you had to do everything virtual and, and like have Zoom meetings is like we're really. used to that interaction with sure. people. You yeah, know? exactly. Well, yeah. we we've we've learned to work outside of this building here, but we all like to come here. You know sure. what I mean? And we don't have to spend as many hours as we used to spend in the office here. We can pop in for three or four hours and go. Mm-hmm. Well, Shafe wants to see me every day. I if do. he doesn't see me, he FaceTimes me. I do. Yeah. yeah. While I'm showering. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but he has a big business. I mean, now it's becoming, I think where what the alternative schools are starting to see that they can make a lot of money outside of baseball. You know I mean? Baseball is one part of the component, but like you start charging them for the schooling and then the housing and then foods and everything else is just like, now we're making, you know what I mean? Make it so much more. I mean, what's IMG? So you, you know, right with that. 70 grand. grand, So that's, so they had something on, uh, on uh, social media, like IMG was like the, the most, expensive school of um it was like sixty seven thousand to go there and i was like that's bs i was like you know what then it had a little small disclaimer i was like 
on top of everything else that you have to pay for with yeah. the that's just it comes the, out, that's just yeah. that's just the that's just the school to go to school to IMG yeah. sixty seven thousand dollars. Yeah. But then with the room and board and then the basement part yeah. of it, it comes out to about like like eighty four thousand dollars. But not every kid pays that, right? Uh, the majority of it. Really? The majority of it. Majority. It's like one there's one team per per sport. So you got the national football team, you got okay. a national basketball team, and you got a national baseball team. Those kids on the national team are you know what i mean they don't they don't they it's don't like have the aau basketball yeah the, the kids on the lower teams pay for all the kids on the yeah. top team. oh yeah it's a, so i mean it's a but i tell you what img does it right i mean if there's a there's a i mean i've seen it firsthand i mean yeah. from food to i mean those kids get treated like yeah, they're trained like, yeah they're, 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 they're like you know they're athletes first and students the second. food the food that they give them there's no yeah. like junk food i mean everything is like well, nutrition, everything else. I mean, there's not, there's every girl is lean. I mean, it's like the boys. Every girl listen, is lean. Like, like, listen, like I, I told Ray, I was like, listen, you can't you can't go wrong here. Like, you picking you know every, thoroughbreds. Every down girl there. is lean. I mean, every every athlete, every athlete is a lean athlete. <laughs> this is a conversation I was having with Ray, but anyway, no. But I'm just saying, like, you know, every there's not you don't yeah. see any you know obese or whatever any any athletes that's just like i'm let you spin this one man. he's oh, trying geez, so please. hard to dig out i know i'm trying to dig myself culture. listen this is like uh jeff's conversation two weeks ago when we started talking about the yankee coach <laughs> yeah the girl. yeah don't touch that one but i know like p27 i think it's seventeen thousand five hundred dollars to go to school to go down there, right? So your virtual school, so it's not really what's the cost of that. I mean, you can do your virtual stuff okay. at your yeah. high school, mm -hmm. right? Um, but you got to be there to practice every single day. So seventeen five covers all of your baseball stuff, your travel. Um, but yeah. if you go ahead and look at that roster, there's 50, 60 kids on that roster. Yeah. So you know you're not housing them. You're really not feeding them other than maybe a lunch or something like that. So seventeen five, you break it down amongst all the baseball and the travel and everything else. I mean. There's a lot of there's a lot of profitability in there. There's a lot yeah. of money. There's a lot of money to it. Yeah. And but, people and people want to mm -hmm. do it. I I I don't know necessarily like I like you know, would I have wanted to go play with the best players all year round? You know, if you you know, if you had the abilities to be in that mix, I don't know, I wouldn't have said no, you know. No, absolutely. You know, I mean, you get the you know, you get that shot and all these guys, but it's amazing how many 2022s are on that roster that are uncommitted. Yeah. So to go down there. I mean, you're paying all that money to go down there for the baseball experience and you're still uncommitted. I would think if you go into an academy, you're done by your junior year. It yeah. also may not be the best investment, right? You go to college, you're say you go to college, you're probably gonna get a scholarship, but you're not getting a full baseball scholarship. No, no. So yeah. 17 five times yeah. however many years you're yeah, down there. That's right. Yeah. Well, I I mean, you know, a lot of on the flip side of it, you hear all the parents that talk negative about it, are like, oh, that's silly to do it, X, Y, and Z. But if your child's uh like a a very very talented piano player right like or uh, a mat like a mat genius they have put them to a special college or high school right those kids that go to right. special like yeah they go you know what i mean so that's no different than if your kid is an exceptional athlete right they why shouldn't they go to another program that they're going to specialize in their skill plus getting the education without taking taking out all the fluff classes and just getting your core classes and yeah. focusing on your your skill because i mean you know they do it for every other thing right i mean like you know if you're if you're good no it makes sense i mean it, it, it's it's you can't it's knock just, it until you're in those it, until you put those shoes on somebody's figured it out and it's and it's moving in that direction you'll see more and more you'll see more of them pop up i mean we realistically economically you know if we did it around here we would crush it i mean think you of have all the, the, think of all the talent right right in town here i mean it's yeah. you know it's yeah 
you know, you would, you, we would dominate, I would think, you know, instead of these kids, just in, just in the local kids that could stay at home, do their schooling at home and then just show up here for practice. But yep. we don't have the time, you know, on the fields, you know, the availability on the fields, unless we get the, uh, the lights going, but you know, it's, uh, it's a couple years on the road. Oh, a couple. I'm not, Andrew better Months. be handling this stuff. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> looking at me in a couple of years down the road. Listen, you're molding them good. I mean, him you, and I are playing golf somewhere. <laughs> Am I invited? Absolutely. You're. Hey, he's yeah. getting lessons now, man. Watch oh, out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but I do. We have to give him the uh, uh, the the tea time a little bit ahead of time. Oh right? yeah, yeah. We got to tell <laughs> him like him. We, eight a.m. Tea time. time. It's like yeah, eight, eight, eight a.m. and get him a day ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey. Listen, you got to make an entrance. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I came in here about one twenty, and I'm and I walked in. I said, "You didn't think it was right, did you? Not a chance." But if you'd have told me we had a guest coming in, I'd have been on time. Oh, okay. Like, well, we're not important enough. And it's okay you if you're late for the show. There, we appreciate everybody, but Ray, you're not important enough. <laughs> it's okay you're late for the show, just not for golf. It's fine. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. We're gone. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, we're, we're gone. Bloody Mary's important. We're off. <laughs> so what else we got going on? So, um, well, a lot of, so it's, it's funny. We, you know, we're talking about high school baseball and all that other stuff. Um, what's that for? Take that one. Why? What's wrong? No, I'm just fixing this. You malfunctioning again? No, you twist it around. What did I twist around? Twist it around. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Now I got to talk up to it. <laughs> there you go. Um, what happened there? I think you kept twisting it around and the, you twisted the mic like this and you just kept talking weird. Okay, now this one's too tall for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you've so, ever heard that before. So, no. So, <laughs> always an issue. There you go. That works. So, you know, we're talking about high school baseball and all this other stuff. I, my family was never, they were involved in the sense of I had everything I needed to to participate, right? Mm-hmm. But they weren't on it all the time. Like, you know, this is your world. Go figure it out. Go do it. Because there's so much good that comes out of being by yourself as a player, mm-hmm. with, just with your coaches, and not having to look over the fence and see your dad there mm-hmm. all the time. So, you know, and especially, you know, dressed in your summer uniform you're the dad that is you know with every <laughs> exactly. branding on you like you know um so i, I asked dylan you know i i you know because he, i keep i said dylan how many dads are out there at the tryouts and all he goes oh man it's like a freaking posse of them i'm like really you know and i said dude just you know tell me you don't want me to be out there you know and he's like there's no chance i want you to be out there you know and to me that that's good that's good i, I don't want the right. You know, the coach having to play to the families or the fathers or all this other stuff. Now, you know, during this during the games, that's a different story. We're all armchair quarterbacks and yeah. coaches, and you know, we're gonna go ahead and have our opinions. But to sit there and watch every practice, it doesn't, doesn't no. you know, I don't, I, you know, I, I, I mean, maybe that's just because my family never did it. You know? I think it's also fun and nice when the boys or girls, whatever you're talking about, come home. And they lean literally girls. tell you lean only lean, lean girls. No, no, My no. I'll <laughs> be canted here. <laughs> when they come home and they tell you how things went, what happened. Like they kind of give yeah. you a little bit. Yeah. Teenagers I, don't talk that much anyway. Oh, geez. Right. So at least they right. want to talk to you a little bit about this for a couple sentences, makes you feel good. Instead so you go in there, you already know what happened if you're there. So what's sure. the point? Yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, I to your point, I mean, you know, like the Northeast baseball, at least New York City, the game started at 3.30, so parents couldn't get there. You know, down here, the game started around 6, 7 o'clock, so yeah. parents are there at every game. And so, I mean. I get the games. Listen, I, I wouldn't want to miss a game. No, no, oh, no, I know. You know I'm the, just talking about the, the involvement the, as the far as. The that Dylan went down to with all the scouts and things like that. Mm-hmm. to drive him down. But, 
you know, I mean, he could drove on himself, but you know, I, I wanted to see that, that event. Yeah. I didn't want, you know, but to be in practice every single day, just in, yeah, just yeah. too involved. I mean, as, as you said, is like, come home, let's talk yeah. about like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's talk about something like something that might've happened that we could talk about and work through it. Exactly. Cause if I'm there or, you know, if the parents are there, they start talking about it in the car on the way home. And the kid's like, like, let me just relax and just dump everything all out so we could talk about it. But if you get in the car with the kids and start talking about, Hey, you was at practice and you missed this ball and you should have put your hand like, really dad, come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh mom, whatever. No, they'll act differently. I think if you're there, I think the coaches will act differently. I just think it's not a good look. Like my son just called me a couple of days ago. He's over at Belmont Abbey. He's like, I just threw, he just called me the other night. I just threw the best bullpen of the spring. Everything was great. This, that, and the other thing. And it was really nice to hear because I think he enjoys calling me and telling me how yeah, it went right. as opposed yeah. to me just yeah. going there and watching every single time. Yeah. So yeah. that's the same thing I do, right? Like, so I watch when Ray's playing, you know, like now he's, this is his job now. So I watch the games online, right? So I know everything, like from all of his bats and everything else, I see it. So when he calls me, I don't talk about it, right? I let him tell me. And my wife goes, man, you, she, she's like, you've seen everything. Like, why did I was like, because I'm letting him tell me, you know what I mean? How was the bat twin mm -hmm. or how the game went? Because I've seen the whole game. I know play by play. You know what I mean? What, you know what I mean? If he had, you know, whatever the case may be, but it's just that time of him calling and just letting you know, you know what I mean? Just to, so you guys could talk about it. Exactly. You know, I, I mean, it's totally different than you knowing everything and just like, you know, taking that excitement uh, or enjoyment away sure. from him, you know? Listen, there's a pride factor. He's happy to tell you, you know, he did good. You know, it's, and especially, it, it, again, it's. Jeez. <laughs> so you get an hour and a half. You get an hour and a half to prep all the stuff. Look at that. Is that better? Hey, you're just too short. <laughs> Man, we lost my thought. Uh, well, you yeah, were talking about. <laughs> you just talking about the pride of, uh, you know, players. Yeah, yeah. You know, your sons, they need to not do something where they think they're going to be critiqued by you all the time Absolutely. or questioned by you by all the time, right? You got to, you got to find your own way. That was the beauty of growing up when I grew up. I mean, it's, we didn't have all this stuff, you know, and it, when you went, you went and mm -hmm. you, you know, you were expected to be home at a, at a certain time, right? Right. Whether it was practice, whether it was hanging out with your buddies and, you know, now it's, you know, you, you are tracked every which way yeah. and more times than not, your parents right there with you mm -hmm. trying to, you know, whether it's, got to take it to practice, got to do all this other stuff. It's too structured. But, you know, as far as players, right, all three of us, you know, past players and they, 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 I think they want to make us even a little bit more proud. Like, look what I've done, you know, look at, you know, because they, they kind of have to, they don't necessarily want to be walking in footsteps, but the footsteps have been laid for them, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we've done certain things that they, they want to a degree. And they get excited to tell us because you know, you know, we know the grind of it. We oh, know yeah. we know how how difficult it is. But you know, to be sitting there, there's enough pressure. Is my point? There's oh, enough, yeah. There's enough pressure going on between the kid trying to make a team or become a starter, or you know, to sit there and 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 evaluate not only the the talent that's going on, but the coach, and then to go ahead and just do well out there, well, right? Because this he, is a failure. This is a game up. that you fell. But you know, you sit there and some of these guys are going to you know jump all over the coach to the kid mm -hmm. and then the kids gonna oh take yeah that back to yeah the, back to the dugout and you got to be careful of that and then nobody's immune to not doing that i mean we've all done yeah it, but no you know but you pressure you said pressure and that brings you up to a point i was going to say earlier but talking about these academies the imgs and the the p27 or whatever it's called there's there's definitely an argument for both sides yeah positive yeah. and negative right the negative for me or one negative would be the pressure at such a young age nonstop. 
Mm-hmm. So, because it's a very competitive academy, mm-hmm. right? You're looking to make the national team or the better team, whatever the case is. So at the 14, 15, 16, the pressure that you're facing is way more than you're probably facing on your local high school team. Are you ready for that? Maybe some people are, some people are not. Yes. Who knows? There's just a lot early on, I feel like. Well, that's, I mean, and we've spoken about this quite a bit. So everyone wants to be on the national team. We're talking about travel ball, right? Like everybody wants to be on that, you know, that, that top team that pulls in on the bus. They don't realize the amount of pressure it is to be on that team because you have it's a performance base. You have mm-hmm. to perform when you're on those type of teams. And when also on the flip side of it is you're facing everybody's top arms, number ones. Like you don't get a break of just saying, hey, you know what? We're playing the local team. We're playing a team and we're just going to probably just face a number two or number three. And, you know, today's the mm-hmm. day that I could try to get two or three hits. You know what I mean? On those top level national teams, you're facing everyone's number ones because they want to beat you. So if your kid is not ready for that type of atmosphere and as and as as parents, if you're not ready for that type of failure as well, then it's not a good fit or a good chemistry for parents and players to be in that world because you what you want and the reality of what you're going to get is two different things. And well, there's so much failure. That's that's the fault of parents, too. Right. So. Or even the kids that I want to play for this organization. I want to be on this team. I want to be on that team. It's like it's like going to play golf. I'm not going to play you head up, you know. I mean, he's a scratch golfer. I'm going to play. I'm like a twenty, right? <laughs> so I'm not going to like play him head up. So the competition isn't fun that way. So they they should you know these parents don't handicap their kids and put them in the environment. Yep. You know that, that they're going to compete. <clears> you need to know your own abilities, mm-hmm. right? Right. So it's like going to the golf course. Like you know, it's it just doesn't doesn't work that way. But it doesn't happen that way in travel baseball. It'll happen that way in soccer. Yes. In USA and hockey. Mm-hmm. Basketball have, too. Levels. And, yeah. And basketball too. That you have all these levels. Well, here you can you can build a team and you think you can throw them into an event. It's like going down to perfect game. Um, the world with that, right? So I'm three hundred and sixty-five teams. Again, I will say it, and I'll say it every single time. I can't stand PG. I can't stand the rankings. I can't stand I, I, that part. I hate right all this all this garbage that goes on on the sideline to get people to subscribe and. More. But the tournaments are a different story, you know, because you're going to run into some dudes. You're going to run into the top, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the guys that are pulling up on the bus and things like that. But you're taking teams in there with, with 15 plastic forks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not yeah. going to compete against, yeah. you know, those guys. And so, oh, yeah. And, and you can, I can always imagine. It's like when I walk through the ABCA and I watch these guys spend all the money on all these products mm-hmm. that they think is going to change the game. Like my heart goes out to them, right? And then you see these teams show up at a PG event, and these kids in their mind before they got there thinking, "Man, wow, we can win the world wood bat. We can world. You have no shot winning the world wood bat. You guys don't have a chance of winning the game. <laughs> you got two pitchers to play eleven games. And yeah, soon, dude. and you're miserable because you're not playing full games. No, you're getting run ruled. You're getting mercyed, right? Yeah. and you're out. Mm-hmm. Thank God for the and mercy also, rule. Yeah, you know, and it's and, yeah. And, well, it was an experience. You don't go to the world wood bat for an experience. No. That's a lot of money for an experience. You don't go to Jupiter for the experience. You go to Disney for an experience. You don't go to, you don't go to WWBA for an experience. You go to the experience. You know, yeah. you, go, yeah. you go there with it, you know, it, it, it shakes out. It's just. Uh, yeah. No, and, and as you said, I mean, but the parents and everybody has to realize what these, like, these big time recruiting affiliations are doing. Like last week, junior college baseball started up and uh, it was a big tournament in Texas and I was just following it. Right. One guy was on fire. So I, I read a tweet from one of uh, their their ranking guys, right? Then same organization, another guy from that organization just took the same exact words, what he wrote, just changed a couple words and made it seem like it was something new. And then another guy from the same organization takes that tweet and all they're doing is just 
making a play with words, mm-hmm. right? No one's actually what for a player, you mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so like I, I mean, I, I, like let's say Jeff Schaefer. <laughs> I got I, I got a screenshot of it. I mean, I was <laughs> so like let's just say, happen to say I watch you in a game, right? Yeah. I go Jeff Schaefer got super uh, super soft hands. You know, they had a great game today, three for three, couple doubles. You know, and then Andrew writes Jeff Schaefer smooth. I mean, just takes yeah, the same a, yeah same information, same information. Yeah. But they're just there. There's no one really putting eyes on or, or giving their 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 scouting or their professional opinion on it. They just making a play with words of just taking somebody else's tweet and just rewriting it and making mm-hmm. it seem like, hey, I seen this guy when they actually didn't yeah. see it. You know what I mean? So you always have to question the level of these scouts that are doing anything anyway. So you go to PG, mm-hmm. you know, and and a buddy of mine, um, Rich Prado, gave me this number a few years back. Sixty-three percent of the guys that perform in a World Wood Bat make the All Tournament team. Sixty-three percent. I think you just got to hit three hundred. That's it. And who's the guy that who? I mean, what's the qualifications of the guy that's submitting the name? That's right. You get a couple hits. You can yeah. You can get jammed three times. I get one past the pitcher. <clears throat> right, right, right. And be three yeah. for four and like, oh, you know, his batting average is this. That's a thing. So there's no, you know, and that's subscription based. That is not for the scouts. It's not for the recruiters. They yeah. care less about that. That is for the parents and the kids to throw up on social media and tell everybody I made an all tournament team. Yeah, that's what it. All tournament team did you make, man? I mean, out of three thousand players, you know, I mean, like. 1800 players are on the all tournament team. I'm just, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm over the make everybody feel good thing. Like, I'm so, so beyond. So, everyone that, shouldn't you know, get a tro- trophy? I didn't, I didn't, huh? Everyone shouldn't get a trophy? Right, I, hopefully, that got run over a long time ago. You know, I literally, I, you can go back and have the guys that, that I've coached over the years. Brett Collins will tell you a couple other guys. Some of those greatest memories is when we took second place. Second and place. And when we walk out yeah. of the thing, we drop them all in the, in the trash can. These, these are little kids, like 10, 11, 12 years yeah, old. Yeah, They're yeah. like, oh, what the trophy? I'm like, no. In the trash can. That's it's it. Not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Dump it. Oh so, man. Yeah, it, it's. I. I don't know. I. I'm. I'm not nervous about the direction of the. Again, I'm 62 years old. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be standing around doing this. I really care. Right. You know, to the degree my sons are done, they're moving forward. You know, I do have a grandson that's going. You know, it's still going to annoy you. It's yeah. still going yeah. to annoy because there are things that I don't. You know, my kids are a little bit younger than yours. I got my youngest is an eighth grader, and there are things that are still going to annoy me when I see seven and eight-year-olds or whatever. It's going to be 12 and 13-year-olds soon. They're going to annoy you. When you're 75, it. it's going yeah. to be annoying. I don't see it changing. I don't see it changing to back the way things – I mean, we're sounding like we're 85 years old. But like we're close. How, yeah. I'm close. <laughs> well, like like how things used to be, right? I think it's going to just change to a lot of analytic and a lot of data and a lot of guys giving their opinion and, you know what I mean, just taking – just taking what they think is, and they know more than anybody else. Like, you know what I mean? Like the, I, the hitting gurus online, everyone's oh, talking about. The, the platform is too big for everybody. Yeah. Anybody right. and anybody can go ahead. Right. The one thing up. that's annoying to me is from both hitting and pitching and fielding, whatever. It seems like the practices are more, there's less focus on the fundamentals of throwing strikes, of learning how to pitch, right. of hitting line drives. And there's more focus on, throwing away the ball into a wall mm-hmm. or, yeah. you know, launch angle, th- things of that yeah. nature. Yeah. And that's frustrating to me. No, I'm not saying it doesn't work because I don't really know that part of the game, to, honestly, but I think it's just they're taking away from the other part of the game. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, that's what we t- spoke about uh, last week, I think, uh, with Trent. You know what I mean? Guys are just training for show- showcase atmospheres. Yep. No one's really mm-hmm. training to be a baseball player anymore. Guys are just training to just put up those numbers. Like there's a – there's a, um, and I we don't talk about names, but there's a local – pitching company around here that uh everybody's throwing 97 to 100 every video that they put up 
of a guy yeah. throwing a bullpen. It's like 97, 98, 99, 101. I'm like, shit, I need to join this group. I need to get back into shape. I need to at least try to throw 80 now. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, how is it that everyone is throwing 97 plus? Like, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's because they're running and gunning. And I'll tell you what, the, and people at, people at facilities, whether well, you want to believe it or not, you think it's conspiracy, it's not. People are amping up guns. They got to, to bring be. people it's, back. It's got to be. I mean, it's just, it's retention. How do I get somebody to come back? So you set the gun, then he throws 85. And then five five months later, you kind of tweak the gun a little bit, and he's throwing 90. You're like, see what I did for you? You do anything. Still, still throw 85. Yeah. I tweak, I, you know, I, I, I tweaked the gun. I think when when uh, there was two guns back in the day, right? There was a jugs gun and a ray gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and if a guy say, yeah, I'm throwing 90, but like, which gun? Yeah, right? Which gun? Like, which gun? Exactly. Yeah. Where, where are you throwing it on? Because if you set the ray gun, okay, that was legit. And if you said jugs, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, bumped, yeah. <laughs> it's bumped up a few miles. Oh, I know. Yeah. The you, Cardinals had the ray gun. That's how I started with the ray gun. It was like 85. You were throwing gas. Oh, yeah. You were throwing yeah. gas at 85 on a ray gun. Listen, I, I, I used to give everybody my jugs number, though. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was the jugs guy. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I'm throwing 88, 89. I'm like, really? Like, yeah. And then what kind of gun? I don't know. It was a big gun. Yeah, yeah it was a big gun. Baseball. Yeah. So, like, it was, it, it, but it was, throwing hard to me comes from a little bit of it's, – it's a little mental as well. In my opinion, you can do everything you want. The older and the better you get, you're going to throw harder. However, the more strikes you throw – and you know where that ball is going yes. all the time, you have a little bit more tendency to let mm-hmm. it rip. You keep doing that, you'll throw harder. And you'll throw harder with guys on base. And you'll throw harder in a clutch situation. That's right. So that's, that's where the the release point factor, which I don't really hear being talked about a whole no. lot, comes into play for me. You have success with runners on base throwing strikes or in the bullpen throwing strikes, you'll throw hard in the game. I mean, listen, I, I used to love playing behind the guys that could throw – throw strikes, right? Like keep the game going, like keeping the momentum. The guys that used to, you know, I mean, just go deep in the counts. I mean, it was boring as heck, you know, playing outfield. Like this guy's going to go full count again. Oh my God, here we go. You know what I mean? Yeah, I played behind Randy Johnson when Randy Johnson was punching oh. out nine and walking nine. It was a freaking <laughs> oh my nightmare. God. Yeah, that's, you know, yeah. I mean, because you, you know, you lose, you, you lose, you're like, oh, yeah. you're in a double play situation all the time or whatever. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so when we, when I have to talk to college recruiters, and I have, and I'll give you a perfect example. We got a kid by the name of Jager Pankowski. You guys know Jager, right? Jager's five nine, maybe. Jager's carved up everybody along the way. I mean, literally, like put, I'll put him against the biggest dogs out here, the, the Canes National League, the Panthers. You talk about whoever thinks that they're that, you know, run him out there, and he will change speeds. He'll be, he may get to eighty two, may get to eighty two. Downhill playing, great release mm-hmm. point, right? Knows how to spot up. Smart guy, you know, he knows how to keep hit, hitters off timing. Good differential on his changeup, and not a power breaking ball, but he spots it enough. Yeah, that, you know, you, it looks so damn good, and you're chasing off the thing. This kid has won everywhere he's been. People won't, you know, I, you I know, gotta, like beg people, like you know, like listen, yeah. you have no idea. You know what, what organizations do? The yeah. organizations are gonna say this is the favorite favorite. I mean, line. He doesn't throw hard enough, right? Like the teams yeah. that, that that get beat by him, right? Oh, yeah. oh he didn't throw hard enough. What oh, does yeah. that mean? Good. Like you just went zero for four on a guy that just saying that didn't throw. Like yeah, worst comment. That's the worst comment ever. Like what do you mean he doesn't throw hard it means enough? You can't hit. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, so now you want to see ninety five? You yeah, you would no, feel better exactly. if you go zero for four. But see, that's the training, right? Throw harder, swing. You know, swing according to it. Get your timing. You know, and uh, the other the other thing that drives me nuts in the game right now is. Nobody makes an adjustment with two strikes at the oh, plate. Oh, jeez. Choking up, Nobody spread it out. Nobody makes yeah. an adjustment. Just to put it in play and put pressure on defense. No, what's that adjustment? Like, what? Let's, yeah. The strikeouts are better. You want to strike yeah, out. You know, yeah. listen, they say, you know, if you uh, put the ball in play, it's uh, it's uh, 
double play or something. That's yeah, the, that's, the, so, that's the that's so, the logic from these uh, mm-hmm. you know the upper man. Like, hey, they rather have strikeouts in the big leagues. The recruiters that you talk to are younger guys, right? They're mm-hmm. all younger than me, so they've come through this run and gun, amp mm-hmm. up, throw hard, give me the big guy on the mound. You know, he's going to walk eight in a game, but you know, oh, he hit ninety two. I love those guys when the gun's in the stadium and they throw a pitch and they turn around and they look, but yeah, it hit the backstop. But oh nice my God, job, buddy. Yeah. You know, but trying to explain to these guys, look, even, even if you have a big thrower, right, and you're going to start this guy and he's going to sit three twos all day long, three two count, three two count, ball four, okay, punch out, punch out, punch out. And then you come in with somebody that can multi pitch with command. That's it's so a, much more enjoyable to yeah. watch. Oh, it's amazing, right? It's so much more enjoyable to play behind. Right. You know, how Let's, many. Listen, when when there wasn't every park that had a radar gun in the outfield, right? You knew who was throwing hard because there was so many swings and misses, right? Like the guys that couldn't hit the like like that guy's throwing gas or because, the ball was moving. I mean, yeah, I mean, just, if the swings and misses or we or, or you or can or just we, tell. Yeah, you can just tell. We contact. Yeah, one thing if you're throwing and you're getting lit up and you hit, oh yeah, you're throwing flat yeah. yard, but if you got a guy that's just getting like dork here, a little ground ball there, and he's giving up hits. It's all light, weak contact. Yeah, I mean, he's got them off balance, and it's you know he's going to get his outs. And those are the guys that you could you could you could see the projectability, right? You'd be like, hey, this guy's could pitch, right? There's a lot of swings and misses, weak contact. You know what I mean? Like whatever he's doing up there, he's doing it right. Like now, it's just a matter of, hey, let's throw 95 to 96, and now we put it on Twitter, and now you get you know all these retweets, and now you get in recruited by every school in the country because they're like, this guy's sexy, he throws 97. You know what I mean? But you know, if you put 20 pitches in them. He threw three for strikes and 17 for balls, you know, but they, everybody thinks once they get on campus, they could change them, right? Yep. Like, that's tough to change somebody that's throwing that hard right now, that much, you know what I mean? So much wrong muscle memory to get in there to try to change them in three three months because college baseball, you got three months to make a stand, right? You're walking in in August. By November, you either in or you're out. Because, Basically, yeah. You know, yeah. so you're, you know what I mean? If you don't make your, your stamp within those three months of college baseball, you know, you're going into the transfer portal, you're going home for Thanksgiving and we're like, hey, mom, dad, I'm, you know, I'm transferring out. That's mm-hmm. the case. That's the that's the lay of the land now. Yeah. And, the, and the token line, go go to a Juco. We'll keep an eye on you. We'll mm-hmm. bring you back after. <laughs> yeah. OK. You know, that that doesn't happen. So, like I said, college baseball started Division two last night. Last first, night. Yep. First game. Yeah. Um, when is Queen, Juco, when, when, when Queen start up tomorrow? Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, they're traveling to Flagler today. They, okay. they got on a bus at, at, at eight. Um, it will be exciting to watch. I think I think. You know, I, I hate saying to somebody, good luck, right? Because, you know, in our game, like, mm-hmm. luck is really a minimal, minimal, minimal yeah. part of what, what goes on in our game. It's preparation. Yep. Team prep and individual prep. And I think Ross and that crew have done a really good job preparing the talent that they have to go ahead and compete at this level. So it was fun to watch. You know, I mean, it's really, uh, you know, there was never downtime on that field out there during practice. It was never mm-hmm. downtime That's in the right. cages. He had these guys humming. All the time, so it'll be interesting to see how the uh, yeah how it shakes out mm-hmm. and go. Yeah, JUCO. I mean, big big major tournament down in South. I mean, uh, North Florida this week in Panama yeah. City. I mean, you got all the top JUCOs on the on the East Coast to the Midwest because you got a couple teams from Texas and Louisiana out there. But uh, then uh, Division One baseball and Division. I mean, Division One. I guess it starts well, D three D three starts next week and D one starts in two weeks. Well, at least they start working out. Um, I believe they start working out next week. So, wow, well, it's different. The high academic environments and yeah, 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 those D threes and yep. they you know they don't the priorities are a little bit you know. Different. That's one of my that's one of my best weekends of like opening weekend of D one baseball. Like every team is playing on ESPN. I've got multi screens of like yeah. every game going on, switching between. I mean, that's a fun weekend to watch. Yeah. So with D threes, though, I mean, 
what's happened with COVID and pushing all these kids down and talking about the transfer portal, more guys got pressed down, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're seeing a lot more guys that are starting to recognize because of the um, the expanding rosters, 45 guys on a roster. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, 25, 26-year-old guys playing that a lot of people are choosing the academic route and going Division three that are D1 players, D2 players. So you got to go watch a D3 game to appreciate it. You know, it's 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 not like, oh, okay, it's just, you know, it's D3 and it's next level high school baseball, stuff like that. Mm-mm, it's not. No, it's I quality mean, baseball. It's quality baseball. There's only so many roster spots out there in the college world. Mm-hmm. So you got to find a place to go if you want to go play. And it's, and it's good baseball. So we have – you deserve a chance is, uh, is going to benefit from – uh, a, a tournament that's being put on at Canapolis, and it's the 27th. What is it? The 27th through the, t- the 29th of February this month, and it is Marietta, Kingston, Christopher Newport, Washington Lee. These are good. These are good schools. If you go and look at their records and where they mm. where they've sat in their conferences, um, so it'll be it'll be good. These guys get to come down here. They get to play on a really nice facility because nice. Canapolis. If you haven't been out to Canapolis, it's beautiful. I haven't been out there. Oh my gosh, it's it's really Is that White Sox. It, it, it's White Sox. It's mm-hmm. one of the, it's one of the nicest minor league parks on the East Coast. It's gorgeous. No Montclair State, my alma mater. <laughs> no Montclair State, man. <laughs> they're making snowmen right now. Exactly. <laughs> they're not even. Are you, you from even, the Jersey area? Yeah. yeah. What part? Uh, Monmouth County. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, so that I mean, if you get a chance, get out there. It's uh, go see it. I mean, it's it's good baseball, and it's uh, it's a beautiful facility and. Um, part of the proceeds are going to come back to you deserve a chance foundation. So nice. we can do, you know, do what we do with, uh, with our nonprofit. Um, and then I'm doing, uh, trips, hot stove banquet. Are you going to be there Sunday? Yeah. You? Yeah. I'm gonna go. I got invited. One of the players I train really? invited me down. Yeah. Oh, Nico good. Saul. Yeah. Nico was here the other day with his dad. Yeah. From, yeah, yeah. Yeah. From Mongero's camp. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Great family. What time does yeah. it start? Five o'clock. Five o'clock. Sure. Yeah. What are you doing now? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing. I'm gonna, I, he asked me to speak, but I said, "Listen, I'd much rather we do a Q and A. Okay, I'll sit up there on the couch and just you know ask questions. And I'm I'm better that way than I, I write speeches all the time, right? So right. every year for the gala, or if I'm going and, I, and I'm going up to Boston, I write and I write and I write. And then and it's like reading a teleprompter. I can't do it. I got to push it away. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You got to go with what feels right about you, and you got to go with you know yeah. what you're passionate with. So. You know, when I, when I'm when I'm asked questions, I think my responses, you know, probably bring a little bit more impact to, uh, you know, to those guys because I, you know, I don't want to tell them the time I was, you know, on the bus and in as a <laughs> tell as the story. I high school and I mooned out the back window and got kicked <laughs> off the team. Like I like you know, <laughs> I can't put that in all the time that my mother got the head coach of Maryland drunk so I could. Oh like, my! I got a spot. That's how I got recruited. <laughs> he came to see me play, and I sprained my ankle. Never saw me play, and he's my father's first captain. Oh, oh my god! So he came by the house. We're having dinner. My mother's just pouring wine. But <laughs> the end of the night, he's like, "Oh, okay, we'll take him." We'll take him. <laughs> hey, you, play. you gotta do what you, you know, gotta do. I want to inspire these kids. Hey, you know? like you never know how it gets. How you get All through. Right. Well, when, when I was at the Angels, and I went after the game, we, John Hotchkiss and I, this double A playing for Joe Madden towards the end of the season. I'm beat up, man. My shoulder's shot. My, I mean, it's 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 it was a long, hard season. And um, come in the clubhouse after the game, no beer in the clubhouse. Oh, no. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? No beer in the clubhouse. Like, you know, I mean, I'm a salty vet now. I'm like seven years in. He's <laughs> like, I deserve beer, right? Hotchkiss goes, let's go. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, let's get in the car. We went and bought beer from the supermarket in our uniforms, angels. Oh, my God. <laughs> the freaking brass the next day. Joe Madden came in. He's like, what? 
that you guys do. Yeah, what? what? Like, what do you mean, Joe? No beer. Yeah. <laughs> He should have like, just taken off the jersey. Drink. So he, Joe saved my career at that point. Because they, oh, like, they were like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? <laughs> you know, we're walking through the, we're walking through the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heroes, <laughs> we're heroes. We're bringing beer back for the oh, boys. Oh, my God. And they knew who it was because the last name's on the back of the jerseys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's how I got in trouble at mooning out the back window in high school is because I had my jersey on a number and we were mooning the other oh team's coach. God. We had no idea. Oh my god! He just happened to get behind the bus. We're like, yeah. <laughs> He's like number three, number so, two. So my mom's a single mom and she, uh, you know, she doesn't know. She doesn't go to the games. Like I said, my parents were never around. I just yeah. went and did. So, you know, I come home after school one day. She goes, how come you're not at baseball practice? Oh, um, the rest of the season was a case of rainouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously later than I told her that. But, that uh, is funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I'll see you there Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Big day. You get me on time? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Check-ins at five. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's you know, Tripp and I started that hot, hot stove. Yeah. You know, it's a great opportunity for I all mean, the local kids. I mean, it's, kids, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty pretty cool. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, we had Grady Little as our first our first guest when we did this hot stove oh, nice, years nice. ago at our, at our first facility on Westinghouse. And... We couldn't get Grady off the stage. Really? He was just going on and on and on. And, uh, but he'll be there. I think Grady's going to be there as well. Uh, Mason Bungard's father used to go all the time. He yeah. Was, he, had, yeah. he had a lot of stories. Good, yeah. good guy. Kevin. Yeah. Good people. So what else we got going on, Andrew? We got uh, we got dates coming up from Monjero that we said. He's coming back? We're, yeah, we're going to do the how was it, Yeah, how was the infill clinic? Oh, my gosh. It was unbelievable. Did, yeah? Did, yeah, it was. It looked good. Caden like it? Yes, he had a good time. A lot of information. A lot of information. It's good stuff. It's, and it, it, what's awesome about it is these are all drills that they can do on their own on the wall. I mean, Definitely. there's a lot of things that can make them better. That's awesome. So we're going to do two. We're going to do one in uh, end of June. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to do another one in December. Early June December. June will be a bigger camp. We can get outside. Um, Five yeah. o'clock today, it's released. Five o'clock, all that information will yeah. be out there. And yeah. listen, it, it, we, filled, we sold in two days. Three days. Three days. Sold out in three days last time. Is he so. coming with Trotsky or not? Well, we're going to see in the summer camp. Yeah. Possibly. But, I mean, it's it's just as good. I mean, Trotsky, oh, no, yeah. Trotsky's interesting. He's a character. I'm he's not a character, sorry. He, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he's interesting. Yeah. A lot of, yeah, a lot of yeah. stuff yeah. like that. But, a lot um, of his context is pretty good. I mean, so, yeah, we're going to start setting some things up for uh, for Trent up and down the East Coast. So, if you guys want more information, you got to, like, send us an email or reach out to us one way, and we can help him, uh, we can help him get set up and gotcha. do, do some of those things. Angel's going to do one. Lugo, Who? he gave me. The oh, today. Angel Lugo. Yeah, Lugo's going to do one up in New York. Nice, um, but it's it's valuable stuff, man. It's I you think Trent's up there now, right? Yeah, he's uh, he's in Belmore on Long Island. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So it's uh, getting some uh, cold weather up there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they're doing it indoor, indoors. No, no, I know. But I'm just, I don't <laughs> care. It's still cold wherever. <laughs> it's um, cold getting to the indoors. Yeah, getting in there. Yeah. So what's going on with MLB? I mean, are they going to get this done or what? I'll tell you. I thought they were. But now I'm not so sure. Well, here's the thing. I, I think everybody believes that spring training now is too long. Right. It, was, it was, you know, these guys are coming in in shape. They're different animals. In different. We, you know. Right, right, right. I mean, we had we had to run a mile in under six minutes. And if you didn't do it, then you had to come back and run what? it again. That's it. That was it. That's yeah. Geez, Louise, that's not I mean, I used to go to camp in shape because I try to make a team. But yeah. most guys that were on the team didn't. <laughs> No, think, no. You, thinking it's coming to camp, you know, That's whatever. what spring training was for, was to get exactly. in shape. And now yeah. you better come and be ready. I mean, they jump into games pretty quick. Yeah, they do. Very quick. Um, you know, and then all these guys are, you know, they're, they're submitting video to, you know, the staff before yeah, the season. You yeah, know, you got to throw your pens and they're all programmed out. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, they're, you know, they're ready to go. It's not like it's uh, we need two or three weeks to, to get hot. Um, I guess they don't care neither because they're not getting paid for spring training. So, 
Well, you get per diem. Per diem, I mean, but yeah. you're not yeah. getting, when, you know, When you're salary. a non-roster invite, per diem is pretty fat, man, after what you're used yeah. to in the minor league camp. Per diem's nice. <laughs> for like, you know, for like two weeks, you feel really important because you're walking back and forth with number 88 on your back, but, you know. Got a load of cash I'm going, in your to, I'm going this way. Where are you guys going? Yeah. <laughs> you going to the Ponderosa? I'm, 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 going, I'm going to that big league stadium over there. Yeah. I used to get mad, man, because we had, you know, the, the, the big league facility where – yeah. Big league camp was at, and then we had all the minor league fields around. Satellite right? fields, yeah. And every time they would announce, like when I was with the Orioles, they now now batting Rich Dower, and I'm like, you piece of, crap. I'm coming for your job. Like I'm, I'm like, you know, 140 pounds. And well, you was in the backfields. Oh yeah, we were. Oh yeah, so you hear it? Yeah, yeah, gotcha. So bad. I want to be in that arena. Yeah, yeah. How do I get there? That's 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 the goal yeah. to get in there. Yeah, but I, listen, I, I I hope it gets done. I mean, it's. I, I, I think, think I see I something. Don't, that, I don't think they can afford to miss. No, they, they they're no. they're saying that they're trying to get the federal government involved in something. Oh well, then for sure it'll be fixed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't even get this. Guy. Oh man, it. this guy's gonna go yeah, to rabbit like, hole real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I started him up. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy's watch no out. Doubt. I have no idea what they can do. What well, remediate mediate the uh, the, arb, the yeah I don't know. I think CBA? I seen uh, seen something this morning in an email that they uh they're saying that um. Federal government, they, they're asking the federal government to get involved to, to like mediate this or get it done. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like the. I mean, a mediator makes sense, but, yeah, when, but you know, why the government? Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't let the government touch anything. They're the ones who pulled the oh, freaking all-star geez, game. Oh, geez, there you go. Uh, MLB asked federal uh, mediator to assist in CBA talks. Who asked? MLB. MLB. I don't know if the Players Association said, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think. Yeah, I mean, that. Well, let's see. Let's hope, man. I don't want to miss any baseball. And I, I mean, I like watching spring training. I like seeing it. That, but that's what's going to hurt. The short, the short and spring training is going to keep the non-roster guys out. Right. Yeah. There's just no time to get them ready. And yeah. Go. And, you know, I mean, split squad guys, they, you know, then they pull them up from the minor league camp, saves them money. It's all turned into business. That's why they dumped all those teams. That's why they dumped all the minor league teams. Minor league teams, just, yeah. You know, they cut the cost and, you know, beef up their profit. Yeah. So. Hey, listen, hopefully they get us. I mean, listen, I mean. It's baseball season now. Yeah. We got one more football game and football is to next year. And they should just, yeah, one more football game. Hey, I can't, I mean, I tell you what, the NFL has been pretty fun to watch the last couple yeah. weeks. Who do you got? I'm going for Joe Burrow's my man. Yeah. I like Everybody Joe. I like Joe Burrow. Like yeah. Joe. I liked him when he was at LSU. I'm a big yeah. LSU Tiger fan, but uh, he's, uh, I mean, super cool. I mean, like, he's like, Joe. I like the kicker. Goes out there and kicks Kicker's balls. Good. Oh, my God. What is he, like 13 like for 13? Kicks it over the cheerleaders' heads. Yeah. And- He's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, that, that dude is saving. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's uh, so it's going to be an interesting one. So, I mean, it's, it's football's over. Baseball season now. Yay. Let's go. Yep. Well, my season ends the first game of preseason with the Jets. Which is... <laughs> you, you don't even have a season. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, no, next year's a year. $1,000 every year. Put a grand down every year. Do you really? Why not? Man. Man, it doesn't know. I know. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> No, you put a thousand dollars down every year, and it's going to happen at some point. You're going to get all your money back. I mean, they're going to. It's going to a thousand dollars going to make a hundred grand. What's Cubs that? Cubs fan said that too. And it came up, got back to him, didn't it? Hundred years yeah. later. So, so did Boston. <laughs> well, they got his hundred thousand dollar back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spoken like a true gambler. Just a diehard Jet fan, man. Can't can't shake it. Can't shake it. My my boys are so mad at me because I made them Jets fans yeah. too. They're like, you know. That's great. But they're but they're there. They're loyal to it. Yeah, you, yeah, know, yeah. They, you know, I'm a Jet fan. How did you pick the Jets over the Giants? So John Schmidt was a good fan of the center for the Jets when Joe Namath was there. Okay. He was a good family friend. 
I guess back in your days. So I guess the guy. Jets. Yeah. Well, the Jets yeah. were Jets, were good the back then. The no, 50s, the 60s. No, so I was I was opposite. I was Jets. Yeah, I should have been all those things, yeah. right? Jets, Mets, especially Eastern half of Long Island. You're 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 Mets. Jets, you're Islanders. And you Islanders. were Nets. Nets. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. you were uh, and 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 that was it. So now I'm a, I was a Yankee, Ranger, and a Jets, Jets. Knicks fan. Oh, uh, okay, Knicks. Jets. Knicks was, is thinking it up. Jets. I was never a Giants fan. Never a Giants fan ever. I was Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Well, it's close enough to Long Island. It's closer. Yeah. I mean, it's still right, on the island. Yes, yeah, yeah. Technically, right. true. Yeah, it's considered a borough, but it's. Yeah, I mean, it's. You go home? Do you go home much? No, no, no. I probably go once a year, yeah. and it's. I got a forty-eight hour internal clock. After forty-eight hours, I got to get the hell out of there. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't go up there to cash your vote for AOC. Uh, <laughs> see, this guy's reeling it in. He's ready to go. <laughs> Come on, you're a Brooklyn guy. Listen, I already digging up forty thousand jobs for Amazon should crush. Oh, in Queens, yeah, I remember that. Good job, way to go. Hey, so, listen, yeah. I dug a big enough hole here today. I don't need yeah. to. Keep digging it. Hey, Red Cox. So Red is down. He's in Arizona right now. He's uh, he's he's beating cancer down there. And uh, so good Red, for you. We appreciate you listening, man. You're a good man. He's Red's done a lot of things in this area. He's uh, he's been a lifer out of Rock Hill in the okay. game. So every especially on the amateur level. Um, good sons of umpired. He's umpired. And, um, just just a big name down that way. You know, in the baseball community. Mm-hmm. So thanks for listening, man. I know you're working hard to get better. And uh, we're praying for you. What else, Andrew? We got any any other? No. Nothing. We got Top Golf coming up. Sold out. Sold out. Yeah. Sold That's out. Right. You coming to Top Golf? I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Doesn't mean I am now. <laughs> All right, man. That's it. We appreciate everybody. Another week, Keith. Thanks for popping in. Yeah, man. Doing this with us. Anytime. Absolutely. Andrew, one tool. Ray, special. Peace out.